right, welcome back. We are here at the Rope It Room for another episode of 21 Soul. And I'm joined by the soul man himself, Mr. Brian Hurst from soulandjazz.com. Great t-shirt. Thank you. Welcome. Thank you. It's such a great pleasure to have you here in the States, uh, gracing us with your presence. And uh, gosh, we've known each other for... It's a few years now. A few years. Yeah, it's yeah. a few years. It's good. It's uh, it is good. It's been uh, it's been a, a developing relationship. It's really interesting. I think right from the beginning, um, we've been chatting about. You know, we we have sometimes hour long sessions just chatting about music, the music business, about the quality of artists, about how to do something different yeah. and unique in the music business. Yes. Can you talk a little bit about soulandjazz.com and, and what that platform is for those viewers that don't know it? Sure. Um, where we are now, uh, nine and a half years in, and um, it's been a... It's, I think for certainly the first five years, it, I, I would affectionately re- refer to it as a labor of love and, and, and difficult to get it, to get it through those uh, mm-hmm. formulative years. Um, financially very tough. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after some pretty serious chasing, um, Sennheiser uh, came on board with us as a, uh, and sponsored a couple of projects uh, back in 2013. And uh, I, you know, we've just not looked back since then, really. And uh, as though, uh, although, although the visibility, I, I would re- refer to it as being steady, I kind of like the thing about being uh, you know, never being in fashion, but never being out of fashion, and mm. and I and I suppose it sort of suits me or fits me. It fits that we, um, you know, slow and steady wins the race, and I and I, I'm not necessarily trying to win, but I think by actually being in our tenth year, and being probably now more um, involved in the audiovisual side of uh, of the business as well as creating some some great great programming. Uh, with you know people like Mike Chadwick, and, um, Brad Stone, Brad Mike Stone. Rossino, um people are, you know there are many others, but I'm just surrounded by great, great uh, programmers, unbelievable knowledge, and uh, I, you know that's a privilege to work with these people. But uh, you know my job is to sort of stick stuff together and to glue it and to develop and create and move things forward. And as we do now, you know we've gone from having nearly three thousand radio shows on demand um, which I think is 3,000 3, 3,000 yeah so it might not be what is it am I being a little bit sort of uh, but close it, to that it's, that's, it, that's, that's amazing it's, and, and there's a lot of stuff there now and there's a lot of stuff to listen to and um, just and it's just great quality audio great quality original content you know it's, it's been it's been a labour of love but now it's much more than that and it's mm-hmm. much more it's much more powerful and potentially much more um, influential in its uh, reach. And this, obviously that's what excites me now. Is I don't think people, and maybe this type of conversation gives people an opportunity to hear mm-hmm. the, the, you know, about things that are actually happening that are never um, advertised. I, I, do, you know, I travel a lot, I meet a lot of people, and I'm constantly trying to engage with people to take this you know, join us on a journey, as it were, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, our discussions, even our discussions prior to this conversation over the last few days, it's 
about the audiovisual side as much as anything else now. Uh, Presenting nice. music and with audio and and visual and and video. Yeah, very much so. And I do think that uh, you know there's some there's some interesting players out there that are doing that. But I think our challenge is can we do it better? Um, we've worked the last few years. We've been tied into um, Bucks New uh, New University in High Wycombe, and uh, Steve Partridge, head of school there, fine director, fine editor, Warren Bassett, aka the Beast. Just one yeah. of the great audio engineers um, in the UK, certainly currently. And um, working with these people, a lot of students, has allowed us to do a lot of get involved in many projects and for the last few years capture great performances from Grammy winners, the likes of Bill Lawrence, Terrace Martin and the like, mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. to, you know, lesser known artists that are just, you know, heading, you know, starting out. And I think therein is also a, a great. Um, that represents our ethos of, of soulandjazz.com. I'm not interested in the celebrity aspect of anything. I'm not in, interested in the fame. I'm just interested in the performance. I'm just interested in, can you sing? Can you play? You can. You're welcome to be with us, and you're welcome, mm-hmm. for, you know, mm-hmm. you're welcome to actually sort of stand in front of our cameras, and we'll just we'll do our best for you and capture you. There you go. So for those that are watching, um, it's good to check out soulandjazz.com. Um, Paraphrasing here, but originally you were a radio presenter, correct? Yeah. And yeah. then uh, you've you've curated uh, not only your own set of music, but you've curated uh, great curators yeah. uh, who have put together great radio programs for those people who are deep into the music. Uh, and so soulandjazz.com is a, is a wonderful collection of all the things that, that you've put together. And now... It's this this visual component, the the video recordings. Uh, how many videos are, are up at this point? I, I think on on the Soul and Jazz Live YouTube channel, there's about a hundred about one hundred and seventy or so. Wow. Um, we've had a um, over the summer. Obviously, the university is closed, and we decided to take a break from <coughs> uh, filming for a few months. Although we have in August uh, worked with San Jose Jazz Festival and with British Airways and created some really great uh, performances, um, which I'm looking forward to uh, sharing nice. shortly. Um, that's, uh, you know, that's, that's the start of the new season of filming, which is uh, the next, um, is it the 25th, next Thursday of yeah, uh, October? Yeah. yeah, so we start out again, and we're right the way through Releasing new video? We're filming. Uh, oh, filming new every, video. Every week, um, some interesting artists coming through. Is it still called Filming? Yeah, yeah, it is. We, 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 you know, we capture we, we capture these performances. Um, we do multi camera shoots, so eight cameras, uh, also shot in VR, and uh, you know the audio Sennheiser and Neumann provide all of the uh, the equipment. So we have like this arsenal of of uh, you know audio equipment for capture. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's fantastic. I mean, I, I just couldn't ask for any more, to be fair. And and we and we do the audio side of things is. There is no equal. It's um, mm-hmm. it's BBC standard. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's really fascinating. There's a lot of talk. Um, you, you know, we only usually have about 20, 20 25 minutes in the show, and uh, and and a lot of times with today's headlines uh, in the music business, everything is focused on you know the, the the next big thing or where the music business is going. But I want to point out that people like yourself, uh, as well as us here at Rope It Up, and and countless numbers of people have remained committed. It's kind of like um, that record shop that continued to sell vinyl 
mm. all the way through, yeah. recognizing, of course, that the vinyl was the quality. Mm-hmm. Even though CDs took off and then digital downloads and the you know everyone's talking about the next big thing in the music business. Meanwhile, there yeah. are people continuing to curate quality and to stay focused on not just quality musicianship but also quality crafts, craftsmanship of, of, of curating. And that's yeah. that's what I feel that soul and jazz is doing, and that's 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 why we have connected so well because I think. Uh, you know, rope it up. But while we do try to stay, uh, you know, present in the in the social media world and you know on, on the cutting edge, there's also still this 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 dedication to the craft of audio, regardless of the fact that it's not the next big thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So respect for that, for sure. You've um, always, you've always got to be true to you, you know, true to the art form, haven't you? And you've always got to present it in the best way you can. And I think that, uh, you know, you owe it. Uh, it's the same about reproduction of uh, MP3s. I remember the early days of MP3s, oh. you know, 192s. Or just, oh, yeah. just bloody dreadful. I mean, really, really bad. And, and, I just, and, and, and now, you know, we've always strived to deliver as much as we can in lossless audio. Um, you, can't, you can't stream readily in lossless audio. Well, you can't afford to stream readily in lossless audio because... There is extraordinary bandwidth. cost. Yeah, bandwidth. There's an extraordinary cost associated with it. <clears throat> it's something we're in discussion with currently with Amazon, um, and I think next year we've been really we've had this streaming idea since 2011, so that's seven years now. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I've actually I actually built the stream our streaming a player and the library with, four years ago. In fact, I've been paying for it for four years, which is wow. just ridiculous. And it works and sounds great. But the thing with it is, is that if we're to do it, we'll only ever do it properly, and that takes resource and it takes more hands than I've got. Um, so I think we'll get to that. Um, that's going to be sold on Jazz Radio, mm-hmm. and that's ready to go. So, but it's uh, we'll let we'll let that go. As I say, when we can truly administer it and uh, oversee it properly. But I do think there is this this kind of, sorry this whole this the whole losses audio thing. If you're representing an artist's repertoire. A performance, it, it's you have to present it with integrity. You have to present it in as what in a in a way that an artist would thank you for actually caring about the sound. Uh, because you know, mm-hmm. somebody once famously said to me that about how bad something sounded. He said it sounded like it came through a sock full of wet kippers. <laughs> it's just just <laughs> just like you know. And I've heard you know you remember the internet stations like. In the early incarnation, and when we, I remember back in the nineties, listening to some. I remember I used to listen to WBLS in New York from East London. I just, as much as the music was great, the sound was dreadful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've moved on terrifically since then. And now there's just no excuse for anything but best quality. So yeah, so so two questions I have around that. So I I just want to ex- explain. Can you compare what a person would have heard on would hear on vinyl? Say back in you know pre pre digital age, um, or early digital age when you say lossless audio. Okay, uh, well, lossless you know, is is the pure file format. It's an old technology, a, a WAV file, W A V format, mm-hmm. and it's and it's an old technology, <coughs> and you can't do uh, you can't do metadata with it. It is purely an audio file, and it it's the original mm-hmm. capture, if mm-hmm. you like. There are different degrees, obviously. You know there are greater 
um, better qualities, bit rates, better right. bit rates, and mm-hmm. you know exactly that are that are better than CDs. But a lossless audio can at least replicate a CD, and as I say, I think that should be almost like the basic standard, really. But to stream it, as I said, that's tricky because of the amount of bandwidth you need and the data that you process at any given at that particular moment. It, the day with 5G coming, it'll be it'll become standard. So the technology has finally caught up with and and has the ability to deliver the quality audio. Yeah, Japan. To people. Yeah, Japan. Even, and Korea. So let's it. talk about the consumer side, though. So if you're on your standard Apple or uh, a, a Dell computer, are you are you getting the quality of the sound that would be coming from lossless audio? Like, no, is it, is it really worth it? No, it's not worth it. It's not worth it if you're listening. Well, it depends. What, it depends what you actually play it back through. Right. If you have a DAC or you're putting it through your you know your hi-fi or maybe a soundbar or your you know great quality soundbar with a TV or whatever it be, then I can I could say yeah that's worthwhile. But not but through it, your basic computer speaker. Yeah, no, no not right. if you've got a mobile device. But, you know <coughs> our our shows. Say for example, I don't know. Say Brad records the creative source. He'll send it through in uh, in web formats, so it's it's pure and it's lovely. And then I'll encode it into AAC plus at eighty kilobytes. Now AAC plus is a uh, iTunes or it's an Apple codec, and you can, and it, it, at eighty kilobytes, it's the same as an MP3 at three hundred and twenty, but a quarter of the data. So because you've taken something from a good source, mm-hmm. and you've actually then created uh, a copy of that obviously the, you know you compressed it but AAC plus allows it to be quite bright but very very data um, light yeah so you might use yeah. 35 mega data in an hour Got rather it. than one and a half gig for a similar thing I want to I think a lot of people and I want to point it out just you know while we're talking about this I think I read uh, a while back that, you know, after a certain amount of time of listening to a particular quality or even a particular style of music, you become, uh, the ear becomes accustomed to that style mm-hmm. and, and actually can't, can't hear. So, you know, the, can't hear the, the difference between better quality and poor quality. Yeah. And <clears throat> I, I think there's a generation of people who have been in that mix, but now we're approaching a time where, where people can pay attention to this. And it's almost as if now the whole a whole world of music can open up for people who have been listening in uh, you know badly compressed MP3 formats yep. and can now start to discover music and for you know for quality music uh, jazz and classical and you know more more uh, I don't know what the right term is but there's there's more going on well the, the genres uh, of jazz and it's classical really a, it's, it's an eye opening experience or an ear opening experience very much so jazz and jazz and classical certainly lend themselves to um, an audiophile exper- experience mm-hmm. so you're more likely to be well, yeah, you know you're likely to be a bit older you're likely to you know, to have a moment in your in your weekend, particularly, or you know, in the evening, where you might sit down. Music is a is, is an activity. Yeah, yeah, you have a glass of something, and you just put on some headphones. And I think this is where semis come into it. You know, from my perspective, you know, not only do we capture, we create the performance now using their microphones, but I think the other side of it, of course, is their headphone division. And unashamedly, I was a Sennheiser user before I ever became sponsored by Sennheiser. Mm-hmm. So m- that was the company I wanted soulandjazz.com to actually work with or be associated with because of the quality of their product. So to actually then put a decent pair of headphones on and yeah. actually listen to a stellar performance from whatever artist, it's just lovely. And you would never get that with an MP3. It's just... It, 
you just wouldn't with those compressed file just, formats. Just thinking of some, yeah, just thinking of some comparisons. I mean, I think it's it's it's. I mean, people throw the term acquired taste around a little bit, but I I, I think that people are ready now to do that. Yeah. Uh, and I and I don't think you have to be uh, an audiophile uh, or be intimidated by. Uh, any of the real high-level stuff, you can basically just buy a better set of headphones yep. uh, and find a better source for music uh, r- rather than your basic MP3, uh, a place like soulandjazz.com, and then you know begin to test that experience out. And, and I think it's, it's going to be like you know tasting, tasting a better wine mm-hmm. uh, or a better beer or a better steak I for think... the first time where you're truly understanding a little bit. But it does, you don't have to know it all. To just take one small step Absolutely. towards it, right? No, even, you know, I won't, I won't say kind of entry-level headphones, but even like the, the earbuds now that are produced, um, people are always pushing for wireless now, which, yes, of course, uh, you know, it's kind of convenient, whilst you don't have to charge the damn things, uh, but a wired solution is always going to give you a better quality mm-hmm. you know, listen. So, you know, the, again, that notion of sitting down, putting on headphones, plugging it in, it kind of it, it kind of works, and you're rewarded. The experience is better, and, and and again, the artist is represented more clearly through better playback or better sort of you know better consumption mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because you're giving yourself a better opportunity to actually hear it nicely. It's a really exciting time in a way. I mean, we can look backwards and, and say you know what the heck happened uh, with the whole digital revolution and 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 sound quality went to hell. Um, but we can also look at it in a positive way that there are people like yourself uh, and many others working on, uh, you know, structuring a better quality audio and video experience for people, and people can jump right in. I think, I think, and, I, I, and, and, and absolutely, it doesn't need open to open up a whole new world. It doesn't. It, I have this thing about the streaming services generally. And whilst I can think of positives to say about the Spotify platform and, you know, whether it be Apple Music, or, mm-hmm. I just think it does, it's, music doesn't have to be ubiquitous. You know, it doesn't, you know, you, could, you can have too much of something. And, uh, 50 million songs? Oh, I mean, 57 yeah. million songs. One of, the, one of the, you know, and, and they advertise the fact that, you know, like that's impressive. It, it, it's, it's not impressive. Because I can assure you that, like, for, you know, forty-seven million of those tracks are absolute crap and not worth, not worth anybody's time of day. But Wh- but not but also there's the experience of the, the mind takes a different route when you have fifty million songs. You start jumping around, you become like a, you know, distracted. Yep. Instead of actually digging in. Well, I think that's thi- like a buffet. Yeah. You taste a little bit of everything. Yeah. Or would you rather have just a, a, a really nicely done steak? Yeah, it's like it's like you know? it's like a glass of wine. Do you want to just have one good glass of wine or do you want an average bottle of wine? Yeah, it's like going to the going to the winery and tasting thirty seven different yeah, just, things. Like, yeah. just, no yeah. thanks. Yeah, you come out worse. I like for, this one. You come out worse for the experience. I mean I know that's a kind of like, you know, you can that's kind of logical, but it, I, I, I like the fact that from a streaming service and when we do press the go button on that it will be the library will be maybe twenty thousand tracks, mm-hmm. but every, every single yeah. one of those tracks will have been curated. Every one of those would have been considered for its, you know, for its style, its sound, its the genre, the, the age. Just it will make sense. It will be there for a reason, you know. And I think from that point of view, you know, with regards to um, the comparison, less is sometimes more. 
Yeah, and, I, and just I, I'm fascinated with the idea of breaking it down for the for the consumer. I think it'll you know, fifty million songs sounds really interesting. You know, fifty million uh, different types of wine sound, sounds interesting because you you have the concept that you you have all the selection you could possibly want, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but how, and so therefore you're going to have less a more likelihood of finding what you like. Sure. Sure. However, it becomes so distracting that you never do center in on what you like and spend enough time uh, on on what it is you like, and it takes a little bit of time. So it, it was something really that occurred to me, um, and, and I'm sure we, we've sp- spoken about this before. So I, I have this thing about algorithms, and I think they're, they're it's it's all very clever, and you know, and, and mm-hmm. you know, I wish I could code and understand these things. Actually, I don't, but you know, I, it's it's. I get it, and and it makes tries to make sense of everything for people. But what I really like is then when a fifty-something or a sixty-something or a seventy-something-year-old person who actually lived, say, the disco era, or lived lived the sort of like you know Donny Hathaway and Curtis and Steve and stuff back in the early seventies, uh, uh, you know, protest songs, things that was you know, social commentary and this stuff. Right. It, and you can actually take something from then and you can look at something or or maybe that, uh, what would be another example Ed Motta the Brazilian guy you know what he listened to as, as growing up because it's you a, can learn from yeah he, he obviously was influenced by music from the 70s Thundercat you know Thundercat listened to the Isley Brothers yeah. a lot yeah. Yeah. And uh, but an algorithm will never tell you that but an experienced curator, selector, DJ, broadcaster, they know. 50 years, 60 years old, 70 years old, they lived it, they understand it, right. they know it, they right. feel it. And that's so experience in this business and an experienced curator, you know, that makes a lot of sense and that makes for a good listening experience. I agree. And I, and I, think, I think from the consumer side of the algorithm, you may think you have everything you want. Mm-hmm. But you will never know what you're missing uh, absolutely. if you haven't if you haven't dug in with it with a curator. Our algorithms are very random, and mm-hmm. I, and, I, and 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 for that very reason, it's uh, it will never truly be what it should be. However clever somebody thinks they might be by you know utilizing it. Sometimes great for discovery, but but often lacking for in depth understanding. For real yeah. real real connections. So, um, aside from uh, you and I both uh, working on Atlanta Records uh, and mm. new releases for 2019, which are yet to be uh, discussed, um, what's what's the next step with uh, Soul and Jazz and, and well, video? Well, yeah, that's uh, it's it's quite interesting. So we are. Um, I'm quite happy to actually sort of say that we are. Uh, we have been in quite lengthy discussions with both Dolby and Amazon. Um, and we are looking to make some quite significant investment in the business in the next month or so, um, and take all of our audio, uh, audiovisual productions up a level, basically into 4K, and deliver everything at, in Dolby Atmos and Dolby Vision, which um, is a benchmark. And I mm-hmm. think that with regards to um, looking around and who's doing what within the music business at the minute, would certainly put us in a very uh, small. Uh, percentage of companies that are actually doing that, mm-hmm. but I do think that if we can, if we um, continue to challenge ourselves uh, from uh, you know with a from a learning point of view, um, uh, of which we spent a lot of time over the last half a year um, honing our craft, if you like, with regards to 
you know, uh, surround sound delivery, mm -hmm. uh, your different forms, but uh, Atmos seems to be the one that uh, is working well, and uh, you know, Dolby's behind it, can't be too bad. Um, mm -hmm. I'm excited that the, our next, the product, or the, not the product, that's the wrong word, that the performances that we capture um, moving forward will be at a level which we can be further proud of. And, That's uh, beautiful. I mean, it's fascinating to me because it already, it, when I watch your videos, it already looks so far superior to the other videos that I've seen, and yet you're still pushing we, forward for we can do better. Quality. I know we can do better, and, I, and, and uh, you know, I, I, I think what we've done is good. There's been some that are better than others. Um, generally, though, I can be, I feel very proud of what everybody's contributed so far, and what I really, really like about it is because we took a, we took a. Uh, a very clear um, standpoint at the beginning as mu in as much as we chose not to monetize it we agreed with the artist that uh, we would put it in, in uh, you know to create the YouTube channel which in turn feeds soul and jazz TV mm -hmm. um, and people uh, people and I won't name the artist but I know that some of the artists have used those videos and they've gone to festival uh, bookers and you know, yep. different agents yep. and they've taken those videos and said look this is me this is a performance this is not a, like a uh, it's not a music video to sell us to sell a song to sell an right. album right. this is a performance that was captured and and they got the gig because mm -hmm. they proved that they can stand up there and just they can do it they can sing they can play whatever and 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 that just fills my heart with joy when somebody is actually really leveraging their art form because they've worked with us we've created something we've captured that moment and then they've run with it and really enhanced their reputation or their performance or their ability then to go and get a gig and i think mm -hmm. that that's mm -hmm. that's smart and yeah. i like that yeah. very much not to mention getting more eyes and, and ears on their music and people stream that as well well terry's Ter video um terry's martin Terrace think martin. of you One hundred and six thousand views now you in in kind of like YouTube terms, you said one hundred six thousand. It's not it's, it's not five million, but hold on, it's one hundred six thousand views, and the average time for that video is pretty much the full length of the video. The full length of the video, yeah. Which so is the, quali the quality of the experience again is 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 serious. Three yeah. minutes and twenty three mm -hmm. seconds is the Beautiful. average viewing time on YouTube. That's astonishing and almost unprecedented, I would imagine, because it's just it's people are just enjoying a, a performance from these great artists. And, and they're just, again, it's not generally on offer. We try and put it in front of people, and they are consuming it, and they are appreciating it. Awesome, awesome. Well, I think we've, we've, we're, already, we're already towards the end. I want to say, that happens fast, doesn't it? It's not, uh, it's not unusual for me, actually, once you get me going. You. Yeah, well, same here. We're trying to keep it digestible for people uh, sure. at a half hour. But, uh, th you know, from one person in the music business to another, thank you for all the, the, the work that you do. And it's always a pleasure. Artists. You're a smashing fella. Looking forward to uh, great new things in 2019. More stuff, indeed. Solonjazz.com, folks. Check it out. Thank you all for tuning in to the Station Tapes. If you like what we do, please subscribe on Mixcloud at 21Soul. You can also find us on Stitcher, iTunes, Google, and wherever else pods are cast. Our video interview series is available on YouTube at Ropadope99, and you can find out more about the artists we speak with at Ropadope.com. Thanks to the 21Soul team, Nick Perry and Steven Jashevsky on production, Larry Yetman on video, and the great Fabian Brown on the creativity and positive energy tip. Our theme song is from Red Hook Soul by saxophonist Michael Blake. You can find out more about
without Michael Blake at michaelblake.bandcamp.com or on your favorite streaming service. Finally, thanks to all of you who keep the flame burning for independent quality music. To the musicians who pour their creativity into the world and to those of you who are taking the time to listen, we hope you enjoy the show.